0: Welcome. Um, Good to see everybody. We will pray and then we will begin. So let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for your grace and this opportunity uh, for us to engage as your people. Father, we want to uh, always receive what you have for us, but Father, help us to also share, uh, to be those who declare and to proclaim. Uh, but as we do, Father, let us connect with people, those made in your image, those whom you've placed in our lives around us day by day or uh, sometimes just in a moment. Uh, But Father, help us always to be aware and to be used, to be your tools. We would ask for your spirit to be upon us, that you uh, join us here in this place and daily uh, as we walk in light to your glory. So thank you again and always for Jesus. And for uh, what he has done uh, in our lives, it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Okay, so um, when I was in England, we had uh, we skyped. We didn't zoom, right? We skyped, and my dad, who's now passed, last January first. Uh, he we would we would Skype with him, and he'd be upstairs with his computer and 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 in his. His chair, and he'd have his stuff around, and he was like Captain Kirk on the Starship Enterprise with his stuff. It was just so fun, um, and I got to thinking, well, maybe I can just do that. Uh, and and in modern technology, if you go in some offices, you know, people have so much to do. They put two computer screens up, you know, so they can slide things over. This is my old modern technology, new and old. <laughs> I I have so much stuff going on. Anyway, um, so. We have several who are joining us uh, that were' not here last week. and I did print some extra material. I've now run out of that so we can print more from last week. We'll have some for this week. Um, and then of course the the journals. And uh, we're going to review briefly uh, last week. and then uh, again, make sure everybody has has a journal, to explain that. And um, anyway, so the the class, our our, our intent is for us to develop habits, habits that God can use in us uh, in our daily walk as we meet people and uh, ultimately have an opportunity to share Jesus. Uh, I shared last time, and in the intro material, it talked about the the nine arts, okay? And the nine arts, uh, if I have them written down here somewhere, right? Uh, Noticing, praying, and listening are the first three and what they call getting ready. So, we, we, we get ready to engage with people by noticing them, praying for them, listening, you know, what's going on. All right, the second level of getting it started is asking questions, loving, and welcoming. And then the last set is keeping it going, which is facilitating, serving together, and sharing. And so, we're gonna be working our way through those. I do want to say there's a bit of an overlap, and you'll notice that in today's lesson and probably and, and actually uh, in, in the assignments and all that that when you're noticing, it usually doesn't just stop right there. Okay, when you're noticing, uh, then you pray for them. And there's there's today's lesson is going to talk about how uh, praying for and listening to uh, are are part of noticing. Of course, they're they're their own individual arts, but they're a part of another. There's a there's a um, what do I want to say? A synergy between these um, these arts, if you will. And so uh, the again, the intent will be to to help us engage with people. Um, I shared last time that this course isn't so much about developing content of how you share the gospel, although there will be some, and we can do more following this outside of this class. I will be sharing some materials. But I, I do want to say that the best, this is my opinion. I, you, you always get my opinion, okay? <laughs> Sometimes I'll quote scripture for you, but a lot of times it's just my opinion. My opinion is that the best thing when it comes to evangelism is sort of being yourself and knowing the Word of God. Okay? That that as you face circumstances, as other people face circumstances, and you have an opportunity to engage with them, it's really helpful to be able to use the book, to be able to share something that matches with what's going on, as opposed to presenting God as a Jesus in, in a formula that just says, you know, if I show you these four things, and you're going to obey the gospel. It, do, it doesn't really work, I think. It doesn't work quite like that. It, it has in history— but not so much anymore. It used to be that people um, heard first and then uh, participated or experienced second. Our culture has changed to where people want to participate or experience first and listen second. Okay? They, want to, they want to know that what they're going to listen to is valuable, worthwhile, and um, you know, matches, if you will, what what they're interested in. Um, But I want to ask you a question I I should have asked last week. Let me just ask it this week. For those who are here, what do you want to get out of the class? And we don't necessarily have to hear from everybody, but if you have, you know, that's fine. What do you want to get out of these 10 weeks or whatever we have together? Helen, Encouragement. I assume this means encouragement to engage with people. Okay, all right. Yeah. So we want to be encouraged. OK. Um, yep. OK. So did you say how to have them or OK. All right. OK. So we'll uh, hopefully work on uh, those things and whatever else you may be interested in as they come up and we we share things together. Uh, I mentioned habits. Regarding habits, I shared last time. It is the intersection of knowledge, skill, and desire. We we need we need to know what and why and how, okay, and then and then we have to desire it. We have to have the want. If we don't if we don't have those, we can't develop a habit in something like this. So God wants us uh, to to do all of that, if you will. Um, so. We talked about the big idea last time for this, and it included the idea that with a fresh perspective, it's in that handout I gave you who who didn't have it before, with a fresh perspective and simple everyday practices, any Christian can engage in the Great Commission. And and that's really true. And And I shared last week that for you to be really sitting in this room and saying, I want to learn this or how to engage with people, you already have settled knowledge about God. Okay, Hebrews uh, talks about that uh, in the, the the word talks about settled knowledge. In order to be in covenant with Him, we we choose Him. We already have to have settled knowledge. It doesn't mean we know everything there is to know about God, but we have to have settled knowledge about God, or we can't pick Him. We would be ignorant of Him. And that settled knowledge that is um, resident in you is. I, I just want to say um, maybe sufficient isn't the right word, but but partially sufficient for engaging with people. I love God for these reasons. I know this about what he's done and how he's worked in my life or whatever. You have your settled knowledge about him. That's very, very useful. Now, for those who were not here, I shared the story about the airplane ride where the preacher was uh, with somebody, and they, they engaged, and the guy said, ultimately, I don't believe in God. And, and what, what the preacher said back to him was, well, tell me about the God you don't believe in, because I may not believe in him either. So there is this, again, opportunity to, uh, to share what you know about God and who God is in the midst of life as you, as you move through life. Um, what these were for, if you weren't here, journals, uh, there are assignments each week for, for doing uh, outside of here, like noticing and listening and praying and stuff. Okay? And, and we're asking, and the, the course asks you to journal, make some notes so you can remember, you can share, we can talk about those things. And so these are really, really expensive. Never throw them away. Uh, they're just your simple little journals, right? And, and then I ask everybody to get a partner or coach, whatever you want to call them, someone with whom you can engage during the week. Uh, and, and I'm suggesting two times, uh, more if you want, but one at the beginning of the week because we'll have some assignment coming out of today and then tomorrow or the next day. Talk. Make sure you, you're you're starting that, doing whatever it is, and then toward the end of the week, like Friday, how's it going? And and sharing that and, and encouraging one another, Helen, um, and then and then you're, uh, I would say, uh, participating in what it is that we're doing, performing the things that we're talking about, and and have something to share also as as we come back together. Um, okay. So, for those who were here and went out with an assignment. and and journaled a bit, uh, what can you share about what happened this week? So here we go. You all get to jump in. (laughs) Dan. Yeah. Okay. All right. Others? Mike? Okay. Right now it seems as though things have changed in our so much not respect the so again, what the, the this assignment from last week was to sort of pay attention to these nine arts and how much you use them and, and what are you learning about yourself as you as you dabble in them, if you will, all that kind of stuff. Today, the assignment will be more toward n- noticing itself. And um, I I have uh, a life experience, if you will, that makes that makes it hard to just notice. <laughs> okay, what I mean is. I'm engaged with all kinds of people all the time, and uh, and then engagement goes beyond n- noticing. okay? But the first step is to focus on paying attention, noticing people that otherwise you didn't notice. So while these these are really good, our hearts are being prepared to uh, to connect with people and uh, pray for the people who we already know, um, and for more doors to open. As we move through, part of the exercises then are to actually do it, actually experience it, actually pay attention and notice. You can notice people all the time without becoming exposed, okay, without having to talk to them. Now, ultimately, obviously, you want to talk to people, okay, but you can do this uh, even if you're shy, quiet, and everything. So, noticing people. Um, there's going to be an assignment today, and it says in here when we talk about it, an exercise to look across the room and notice people. I mean, we're not going to do that here, but what I'm going to ask you to do when we get there is when you get out of here into the lobby, into the auditorium, in our assembly, that you do practice that and notice people and make some notes. Okay? There will be visitors you don't know, people, members. You, I mean, I remember talking with somebody years ago saying, okay, there's a, there's a visitor over here. We're probably from me to Paul away. Maybe a little farther than that, back to the back wall. And I said, Go over and greet that person. And our member said, Which one's the visitor? <laughs> Do you hear something in there? I don't even know our members. <laughs> okay. I don't know which one's a visitor. I said, Well, then go talk to all of them. You know, it's like go, go, but start noticing. You can notice people and practice that in. In our midst here okay so we'll, we'll want to do that yes mm-hmm. yeah and i and i uh, i want to acknowledge that the, i think the material is pretty good i wouldn't be using it if, if it if i didn't think so but there'll be some little places where i i disagree a little bit with what they're saying and i'll explain what that is yes sir Yep. Yep. I mean it's really true that that we have to develop these new glasses and look at life through that and start letting in this case letting some other things in to our moments. Carolyn You didn't invite me, okay, sorry. Yes. Okay, Lord, this The in conversation, and he does it all the time. like I should ask him I didn't you know, you have conversations to be able to interrupt all all. Yeah. What What can we learn? What can we learn from this experience that Jerry and Carolyn had? More than one thing. Hmm? Spirit led? Yeah, that that this is doable, okay? you're you're seeing it happen. I will be sharing some things you know out of our experience, and again, there's this overlap. Some of what I share will be uh, on point with maybe one of the other ones. but when we did our survey uh, trip to England and we're trying to determine where to go and visited some metropolitan areas and We're sort of testing the waters. I was asking people on the street uh, that we would connect with for any number of reasons, and, uh, and I'd say, if we asked your friends what they thought about God, what would they say? Now, why might that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's not it's not quite as penetrating, you know. But one guy, the 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 one I really loved the most, he said, well, "I don't know what they think, but I'll tell you what I think." And 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 so we got to have a conversation, you know, about about this. Um, you know, the the lists just go on and on about um, illustrations and engaging with people. I on my journaling for this week, I only have uh, four things. One. Uh, when Greg and I were walking, you know, one one of the days, there's a guy trying to load a great big box in a truck, right? And so you just pay attention. You just notice him. And so we went up, asked if we could help, loaded it into the truck. We didn't have some spiritual conversation, but we noticed. We just noticed him. We noticed what his need was. I was in Safeway. <laughs> and, and a lady was really, uh, felt like she was struggling with this, stock stuff that in like she got her cart and that's going to be too big and heavy to for you to load you know I'm thinking and so I asked her if she needed a hand well it turns out she was an employee and she was just arranging the bottles and she wasn't really going to lift it up um I mean I've been in stores where people can't reach up high enough you know what I'm saying and and then you pay attention and help them out when I was in England there was one time uh where a lady couldn't reach it was like six inches above what she could reach. And I asked her if she needed help. She said, sure. And so I got that for her and then we, we chatted a couple minutes and on we went. When we got up to the checkout stand, she was right in front of me. And, um, and she started telling me her life story about her husband and her ex-husband. It was this, it was this whole story about how her, her husband left with another woman and then the, the man who was left, they ended up meeting each other, and then they got married. It's, it's, it, but my point isn't about all those details. It's like she starts telling me all of the stuff of her life, just because I hope to reach, you know, get the, the thing off the shelf. Okay. Um, but that I mean, I didn't uh, I, I invited her to some stuff. She, she sounded interested in that in uh, her husband might want to come and everything. And so they didn't but it doesn't mean you're not opening the doors. We talked about how many people it takes to contact, or for, for a person to come to Christ, and, and it isn't just one person in their life. It's multiple people engaging uh, along the way. Um, I, I had a bit of a failure. Um, I took my mother to get ID at the DMV, and um, the person who served us first was, I think the word I chose was terse. She just wasn't really friendly. And and where I didn't go, right, was into my notice and like pray for her in the moment kind of thing. I, 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 I didn't get there. I fell short in that one. Uh, sure enough, when we left and mom and I both commented about how she, <laughs> she wasn't very friendly. But uh, So I noticed her, but I didn't notice her with the eyes that, that I needed to notice her with. Now, by the way, I was offered a caution uh, that I think is a fair one that we need to consider. When, the, when this uh, calls us to journal and keep track of people and write down who it is that God has put into your life and everything, and you'll know their names. It could be a name tag, it could be somebody you already know or you ask them or whatever. Um, it doesn't mean we will share all of that uh, publicly here because sometimes we can crisscross who we know or have seen or whatever, and there have been times when information like that's been shared and other people were disturbed that somebody was talking about them. You know what I'm saying? So we may keep some of that, uh, you you can keep those to yourself as you tell your stories. I don't think the lady in England that I took that off the shelf for will be listening to this, yes. Okay, so uh, what Chris is saying, and for the tape, there, there can be times, potentially, where we engage with someone and move down the process of communication with them far enough that they open up so quickly that they, they um, what's the word we would use, uh, almost want to encroach your private life and everything. And let me say, first of all, that's not going to happen very often. Okay, it's, it's just not going to happen much. Second... In terms of barriers, I mean, putting up protective barriers. I think maybe I'm wrong, but I think that you you can say no to the right at the right time about things. Okay, and so um, you may you may pray, but you should just be praying about the opportunities. Who's going to be showing up? How those things develop? That the Spirit of God will lead you in the moment. Um, and, and I mean, I happen to believe that. I happen to believe that God not only puts people in our lives, but He'll guide He'll guide us through. You know what? What to think or say or remember or whatever. He'll He'll help us through those. Uh huh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it really does depend on on the circumstance, um, who you would say yes to or no to, and what the thing is, and and, and all of that. You might say, "Oh, let me get my wife." <laughs> you know, we'll go I, whatever. Um, okay, so uh, under now now. Oh, we need my helpers. We need my helpers. Okay, so I'll take some. Split that with your sister. And you guys go down the middle, and I'll, I'll come down this side. They're going to they're gonna throw them down the rows. And I'll come back here uh, and get this started on this side. And we'll get you guys some from last week, too, and get journals. <clears throat> if there's extra, just bring them this way. Yeah, rays just bring them, yeah. Thank you. You got another one? Oop, oh, oh, oh. oh, you can have one too, There's a clip and everything. Okay, is anybody missing some? Oops, there we go. Need more? Sorry about that. Um, So this is for noticing. Um, See the icebreaker question? On noticing, it says describe a time when someone noticed something positive about you and then told you about it. How did it feel to be noticed? Anybody remember a time (laughs) Ah, okay, all right. So most of us probably have experienced a moment when somebody notices you and it feels good. I I can tell you, I mean, this thing about Greg and me waving is beyond um, understanding. Did you know that statistically 60%, roughly 60% of the people in our country are lonely? Did you know that? And uh, technology has made it worse as people are stuck into the electronic world and not talking to people. And I think it's one of the reasons that we're noticing what we are. And that is that a huge amount of the population just likes to be seen and noticed. They stop, they go out of their way to tell us, they tell stories about help. its It's help. It's legion, the kinds of things that people have said just because we're, we're seeing them drive by and waving at them. It's just incredible. Um, and I think that's a testimony to, they aren't all lonely, okay, but it's a, it's a testimony to the loneliness that's out there, the need to be noticed and connect, eye contact, you know, that kind of thing. And so uh, it, it's really, uh, really, really a good thing. Um, who, who was maybe one of the greatest noticers of all? Jesus. Okay, And, the, and he's, he's listed here. If you go into the, the second page, there's some examples. Jesus is our model of noticing. And as I shared last week, you get to read this material. We don't have to read everything on the way through. Um, but he goes by. Zacchaeus has gone up in the tree, right? And he goes by, and Jesus looks up and notices him. Not because Zacchaeus says, hey, hey, I'm up here. Okay, Jesus, Jesus is paying attention. Or he comes... Uh, to in the center column, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, it, it says there in Luke 19, which is the center column, uh, Jesus approached Jerusalem, saw the city, and he wept over it. He's paying attention and weeping over it. Uh, in the next one, you know, the, the woman uh, who lost her son, right? And at the bottom of that little uh, quote, when the Lord saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion. Jesus paid attention to what was going on and, and noticed. He noticed. There's another thing about Jesus which, which shifts into, into later stuff. What did Jesus do? What did he say with people uh, with whom he engaged? The woman at the well, the woman caught in adultery, Nicodemus. Okay. He had some questions, but then you know what Jesus did? He talked to them about the very thing that they needed to be talked with about, okay? We tend to not do that very well in our culture. We tend to, like, duck and hide, and you know, because we don't want to confront or whatever. But he, he would talk to Nicodemus about the new birth, and he would talk to the woman at the well about her husband's or, or not, and he would talk to the woman caught in adultery and go your way and sin no more. And, I mean, he, he engaged with people, and, and he was able to do that. So uh, anyway, he, Jesus was a great noticer, and so it's right for us to be people who, who notice. Um, discussion question number four, do you think the practice, a practice like noticing counts as evangelism? I mean, clearly this material will think so, or we, it wouldn't be presenting it this way. Okay, but how do you feel about that, and Why? Okay. If I notice, and maybe I'm not comfortable enough helping, but I can direct someone else to where I can bring that means to me. I've at least done something. The there's at least some available there. But I don't know that in my mind, I don't know that noticing alone without any follow up. Just a second, I'll get to you, in just a second. But, uh, consistent with this, uh, and for the tape, uh, he was saying that uh, if you notice, and that's all you do, you don't do anything else, and you don't probably get anything else, but uh, this suggests, then, but then you start praying for, right, listening to. And it's been said that listening, you being heard, is the, I guess, psychological equivalent of, of error, Take air away. It's not real pretty. And if people will listen to you, it's the equivalent of of being able to breathe. And so this first step of paying attention, noticing, uh, uh, praying, and listening really starts this people to to be alive and breathe, if you will. But they were back here first. (laughs) People, did you know you can actually talk to people in elevators? Did you know that? I, I, can, I can bear witness. You can, you can talk to people in lines at the grocery store, in lines at the train station in England. I mean, wherever you want. You can talk with people, and mostly, they'll engage and appreciate it. It's like people don't know how to do it. And if you do it, you just start engaging. But she was next. <laughs> do hmm mm-hmm. Do we have a hand in the back again? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. OK, so we want to spend a moment over on page three, uh, three simple ways of practicing noticing. And and this is where, again, there's some overlap, because it has the three ways it says are paying attention, uh, secret prayer, and then genuine listening. And so uh, the, those are the first three arts, really, uh, all are, are kind of a part of noticing. Um, And so, do you know, do you know what, uh, uh, there's a, what's the phrase I'm after? uh, Social mirror. You know what the social mirror is? Social mirror is that as you see people, that's how they become. They behave in a way consistent with the way you look at them and treat them kind of a thing. And there's studies and stuff out there, but... uh, Uh, one of them is a class of smart students, meaning high IQ, and a class with lower IQ. And and they they taught them that way, and And then come to find out they got the classes wrong, and the teacher that thought they had the high IQ had the lower IQ and vice versa. And then when they, they tested them after that, the lower IQs all went up and the higher IQs all dropped because of the mirror, the social mirror of what was being projected to them. Anyway, so, but, but the point uh, here in part is that we, we, we get to brighten somebody's day and help with their life, if you will, by seeing them in a good way. Um, and so often, I mean, like for me, right? So often I can see things in not a good way, like how the person at the DMV treated my mother kind of a thing okay uh, so we want to roll it around and uh, and notice um, notice people pay attention and from a uh, a good perspective if you will um, secret prayer it's okay to ask I I one of the things I journaled was uh, a lady that I'm engaging with uh, because of some business we have and and it turns out that She was unable to make a commitment because her son had been admitted to the hospital. And so I just said, what's his name? Can I pray for him in in an email? And are you able to share any details? And so she wrote back and thanked me and then shared his name and uh, his circumstances. He has autism and uh, Down syndrome and is nonverbal. And so he he had an infected tooth and pain and couldn't say so. And so he was dealing with that and ultimately then was admitted to the hospital. And so it's okay to ask people. You don't just have to pray without knowing anything. You can actually work your way uh, down the process and engage, uh, engage with people. And then, um, yeah, genuine listening. What are, the, what are the levels of listening? I think I wrote that down somewhere. Do you know what the, what the uh, five levels of listening are? I'm sure I wrote that somewhere. Do you know what they are? If I don't remember them, we'll get close. It starts with ignoring. First level of listening is not. Okay? Second level, I, I may get this wrong, but it's pretend listening. Pre- pretend listening. It's like you make your arm to think you're listening, but you're not. And then there is, oh, my apologies. Um, you know, listening is sort of a focused listening. You're just listening for what you want to hear, you know, just after the things that you want. Yeah, and you work your way down. And then the last one in the list is empathic listening. You know what that is? It's where you're listening through through their eyes. You, you listen so you can see it the way they see it, not the way you see it. Anyway, and so we need to learn, if you will, to listen completely and, and fully and empathically. Um, But then if you go over, we're we're getting close here. If you go over to practice six, uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, discuss five, discuss five in the center column. Which one of these three ways of noticing described above comes easiest to you? Is Is it the observing, noticing? Is it the praying secretly? Is it the listening? What's easiest for you? Pardon? Paying attention, just pay the first noticing. Anybody have a different thought? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, and it could be for some of you. I don't know that that maybe you know you haven't um, paid attention a lot, but 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 then when somebody you do end up noticing and engaging. You listen really well. You're really, really good at that. Okay. But nevertheless, uh, we want to be able to do all of these. Uh, practice six, this is the one I was talking about early, earlier. It says take 30 seconds to look across the room and pay attention to someone. Don't stare. Just look at them peripherally. Uh, ask yourself some questions. What do you observe about him? What do you know about her? Uh, what stands out about him? And I'm asking you to do this when we leave here in, in the foyer in the auditorium, during the assembly, whatever. Consciously practice noticing. And I would say it would be really good if you looked around and noticed somebody you don't know. That would be really good, um, and, and do that. It, it would be a, a, a not a bad follow-up. After the assembly, you go up and talk to them, okay, and, and greet them, and so our assembly is a Microcosm, is that right? Anyway, it's a it's a it's a it's a little experience of life where we can apply some of the things. There are people we don't know, people we just run into momentarily, whatever. We need to do that here. We don't have Southwest, just so you know, we do not have the best reputation for being friendly and welcoming. Did you know that? You may not know that. Because if you're personally really friendly and welcoming, this is very cool. But, as a whole, we are not overly known for that. And so you may notice that when we when we engage and we sit by those that we know and we get up afterwards and talk, we're talking with our own you know our own thing. And, and I remember it was years ago that I was there was a visitor. i was I was removed. it was she I was removed from her bike, you know, fifty feet or something. And I start walking to greet her, and I'm having trouble chasing her down because she's leaving. You know, she's moving through the auditorium to get out to go to leave, and I can't catch her because she's moving fast enough. And nobody that she's moving through gives her eye contact or engages at all, okay? Those are not totally unique experiences. So we need to be a people who practice this right here. We need to be a welcoming, which we'll get to in in another uh, art, right? But a welcoming people who pay attention and engage with others and and listen yo mhm Mm-hmm. So I think now more than that i mentioned, this is a very intriguing a very easy place for us to extend the Yeah. This is, is a you know, That's right. If, we, if there's any place that we can apply these more easily than others, this would be a place. So a really good place to start exercising the muscles of the arts and then taking them out, where it, it could be a little bit more difficult. There was a hand over here. Was it Bryce or was somebody else? Oh, actually had somebody tell me. Thank you for Mhm. Mhm. Yep. So, the the uh, assess, you can do this on your own of course, assess yourself relative to paying attention, uh, praying secretly and uh, genuinely listening. That's number 7. Uh, To assess. When we get on to practice on our own, we get to what happens this week. Uh, And again, this is what you journal, this is what you encourage one another with, with your partners. If you have not done that, grab yourself a coach, somebody uh, that you can be in contact with. Uh, To pay attention to three different people this week, spend a few moments wondering about them. Don't go out of your way to hunt down some poor victim. Okay? Just pay attention to someone where you normally go in your ordinary, everyday life. And and earlier we see God prompts these things. He he raises up opportunities. We need to be sensitive to God and listening for these things. Uh, Ask at least three questions to yourself about each person. Pray secretly, secretly for each. Write down your observations and any secret prayers, and be prepared to share your experience at the next session. So we won't tell everybody who it was, but just some of the illustrations of the observations and the noticing. So this week particularly, it's noticing and identifying at least three people that we notice. Fair enough? Okay, let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for your grace and goodness again. Uh, help us to be uh, soft to your promptings, open and, uh, and willing. Uh, Father, let us uh, look for and uh, notice people. Uh, let us pray. Let us listen. And Father, by, by your uh, guidance, uh, let your spirit, spirit lead us into these places. And so we are um, always thankful again and, and, and now for this opportunity to strengthen these habits, these arts, and to become tools in your hand to your glory in Jesus' name. Amen.